is Michael Keaton's villain in Spider-Man Homecoming one of the best in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? We'll talk this and much more. Listed as one of the top five local podcasts by Cincinnati Magazine, we are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the Cinema Guys. I'm Brad. I'm Justin. My co-host, Justin. And then we are joined by special a special guest. guest this week. This is exciting. Mike. Mike. I'm Mike. Yeah. From the podcast Future Jam. Uh, be joining Future us Jam. Week. You should totally listen to it because it's totally good. And I'm not just saying that because he's right here in front of me. I'm saying it because I really listen to it and I like it. <laughs> learn about roller coasters. Learn about video games. Learn about the future of anything. It's like Back to the Future meets Space Jam. Th- there you go. Except they don't talk about sports. Anyways, it is a really good podcast. It is. For all you listeners out there, you should go right now. Thank you, Mike, for joining us this week to talk Spider-Man Homecoming. Not a problem. But before we jump into that, we're going to do a little segment we call Top This. Top This. So since we saw Spider-Man Homecoming, I figured this is what the sixth Spider-Man movie that's been released. There's been six already? Six. If you, There were three with Tommy oh, yeah, Maguire. Two with Andrew Garfield, and now this new one. Oh, you're right. Um, so I say, what, the, why don't top? we? Yeah, why don't we? Uh, I got mine. Rank you ready? Them? Go for it. Spider Man number one with Tobey Maguire. Okay, I like Tobey Maguire. I always liked Tobey Maguire, and I like him. I think he's it awesome. It was a solid movie. Uh, and I like Kirsten Dunst. I thought she was awesome. I thought it was a cool way to do Spider Man. I'm in. Uh, uh, so Spider Man number one, and then Spider Man number two with Tobey Maguire is my second one. And then number three would be Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, number I was going to say, if you would have went Spider-Man 3, number I would man, Number away. four, I would say Spider-Man 3, even over Andrew Garfield's what? one and two. I hated Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. <sighs> we might I agree, I agree. We might have yeah. to end this right no, now. No, because, and I love Andrew Garfield. I think he's an excellent okay. actor. I think, uh, you know, they, Jamie Foxx was in the second one, excellent actor. They had excellent actors, and those movies sucked. I hated them. <laughs> All right. Well, you agree you did uh, not like them either? Uh, my list no, no, I fears. did not like those. <laughs> They're kind of boring, I thought. Andrew Garfield was just a little bit too perfect. Like, his hair is just quaffed perfectly. <laughs> quaffed. You kind of have quaffed hair. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm not <laughs> You kind of have an Andrew Garfield thing going on. <laughs> but I'm not Spider-Man. Uh, but who, who was, uh, was it Gwen Stacy? Uh, Gwen Stacy was in The Amazing yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, I love her. It was um, the, the actress. Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, I like her a lot. But I still hated those movies. Anyways, what's yours? Mine, I would say Spider-Man 2. Ooh. I, I think Spider-Man 2 is one of the with best. Tobey Maguire? Yeah, with Tobey Maguire? Hold on. Uh, yeah. Refresh me. Spider-Man that, that's 2. That's the one with uh, Doc, Doc, Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I, I, I dig that. I think that's still like that's a good one, one of the top still. superhero movies ever, honestly. It, it's, it, it's up yeah. there for me. Um, so I would say Spider-Man 2. Right. That's good. I would probably say Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Then the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Right. And then I would say the first Andrew Garfield one. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. And then the amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just uh, dude, what was Jamie Foxx thinking that was like right behind his like Oscar win from Ray and then he goes into Electro <laughs> for <laughs> Spider-Man 2. That was a mess. That was a good list. It I, was a little I, bit of a I mess. I could drive with that. I, 
I think they tried to do a little too much in that second one. Just like Spider-Man 3. They tried to throw too many characters. Mm, Venom needed his own movie. Uh, Venom needed to be completely Sandman different. Sandman needed uh, his own movie. Uh, who, who was that? Who was, oh, to- it was, Topher uh, Grace from oh, that 70s like show. Oh, I like Topher Grace. I thought he did As a good Venom? job. No, I don't know. No. He's he no, kind of an Eddie Brock, He right? had no screen presence at all. Right. No, not at all. He, he no. Now, the thing I hated about Spider-Man 3 was emo Tobey Maguire, like, dressing with in black. With his dance with number his, and everything? Yeah. With the stupid, and I'm like, really? I don't buy this at like, all. My, my list is pretty similar to yours. We have a flip-flop at the end, but I would say Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, then the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, then the first Amazing Spider-Man, and then I would flip-flop. I would say Amazing Spider-Man 2, then Spider-Man 3. Just um, I really disliked what they you did. You got to admit, though, the there is no better Green Goblin cast than Willem Dafoe. He looks like the Green Goblin. He didn't, they didn't, <laughs> he didn't need a mask. It. His voice is perfect <laughs> yeah. for that role. Oh, yeah. And then the original J. Jonah Jameson, the actor they have oh, for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was perfect. 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 I, would, perfect. I wouldn't mind if they just used him that in was, this new series like as well. They're Hold casting. Uh, don't get, was that Juno's dad? No, their casting in those original three was good. Like, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, he was oh, he amazing. Great villain. And um, the guy that they cast for Sandman, who was from, God, I can't think of his name. He was from the show Wings. Oh, uh, a Lowell from Wings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought he, I thought he was good as Sandman. I just did not like Topher Grace as Venom. He shouldn't. Oh, it's J.K. Simmons. From the first three? No, he was an yeah, amazing Spider-Man. I'm, look, I'm looking at Spider-Man right now. J.K. Simmons was J. John... Yeah, that's what I thought. Juno's okay, dead. So, Wait, so, did I did I call him J.K. Simmons instead of J. Jonah Jameson? No, you said J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons is the actor. Okay. I yeah, that's who that. I thought. That's Juno's dad. From Juno? Yeah. Remember Juno? That movie? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're just we're going. We're just um, googling right now. Google time. Yeah, you know this is you know the, all the answers are right here. I now I need to find out who the uh, other guy was. But anyways, you guys like Spider Man Two better than Spider Man One, huh? Yes, I did. I did. I know there are some people that might not, but that when that first Spider Man came out with Tobey Maguire, I wasn't too sure because you know there hadn't been a big screen spider-man yet mm. all i knew spider-man from was from you know the 70s tv show or cartoons so there hadn't been a a movie Ooh, and that is so and i do i, I read the comic books uh growing up no i wasn't a huge, i'm a more dc guy but i was into spider-man i think what they did with his webs was what should have happened to begin with i I've always hated the cartridges that Peter Parker created. I was always like, he should be shooting spiders. I mean, webs out of. I mean, <laughs> he should be shooting, he should be shooting spiders. spiders. He should be shooting webs, probably out of his butt because that's where spiders <laughs> shoot their webs out of. But because that's I don't weird, think that would have been very good. Uh, I like the fact that they just went ahead and said, "Hey, you know what? We're getting rid of the uh, the cartridges and the bracelets. He's just going to shoot them out of his wrist," which I think is was a flaw in the original design of Spider Man, anyways. Yeah, well, and, th- and then they brought the cartridges back in Amazing Spider-Man right. and then in Homecoming. But in the comics, there was a little bit of both, though, right? Uh, and the when I grew up, unless they changed it, you know, post uh, Tobey Maguire, it was like real common. Like it was like a Spider-Man thing. Like, oh, he ran out of cartridges, so then he had to do it without it. Like it happened all the time. Oh, okay, uh, gotcha. And I, I, I think the first Spider-Man movie kind of kicked off the modern era yeah. for superhero films. Yeah, it did, because like, I remember that uh, one having guys, like this huge weekend. Blade. 
Dude, but Blade 1 and 2 and 3 Trinity was amazing. I love Blade yeah, movies. Yeah, but they didn't have that cultural... Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, no they, one liked them. No one liked Blade was, except for me. I, I loved those movies. If I, I remember, if I remember right, um, when Spider-Man came out, I think it was the first movie that like made $100 million in its opening weekend. And like, yeah, it, it was well. like the this huge success, which... 2002. And, and when a movie like that comes out, everybody's just so wowed because... The special effects in the first Spider-Man was so oh yeah like great for its right. time oh yeah and then Spider-Man two you were like it's not going to be able to live up to the first one and that's the first sequel where I'm like wow they actually made it better they actually yeah like developed the characters more they made a competent villain yeah it did sort of start the like oh everyone loves superhero movies now yeah because well, we, we had put- Batman's before. Yeah, and, it, it brought Marvel into the the yeah. movie world because you know everybody knew him from like seventies, eighties TV shows and crappy Roger Corman movies that mm. they would make, and that's. But I almost always bring up Blade because <laughs> I love Blade so much, and I'm mad that Blade doesn't get a, to be a part of the Marvel cinematic universe. Well, these original Spider Mans aren't either, but I don't care. It's Blade. I love Blade. I think it's Marvel so. Marvel movie, like the movie company, do they own the rights to Blood Blade or yeah, is that? I think it. Yeah, I think a, they do now. It has the Marvel. It always had the Marvel. Intro, well, always had the Marvel, but they didn't create the Marvel cinematic universe till after Blade. Well, way after they didn't like, make it. They didn't create that universe till like, after yeah. Spider Man three. I don't think. Yeah, or I didn't. Yeah, I thought it wasn't even till like because the, the first the first Iron Man was the 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 first. Oh one. right, the first Iron Man of. That. Oh, or the Incredible Hulk was is in it is considered in it too though, right? And that yeah, came out that, before Iron Man, didn't it? That came out after. Oh, I didn't realize that. You're, yeah. you're thinking of the Hulk. So bringing it back to Spider Man. Homecoming. Seems like you know, Mike and I kinda had a similar list. Yours is a little bit different. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm always different. But we went to see Spider Man Homecoming, which is the first movie. That Spider-Man is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He did appear in Captain America: Civil War, so that was his mm-hmm. first appearance. Which was great. His oh, it appearance, was. His appearance was awesome in that. Did you stay for both end credit scenes? I did. I did. Oh, I love that last one. Did you like the last one? The oh, one I loved where, it. Uh, Captain America With was patience. trolling the audience, uh, which I think is the best part of those movies is the infomercials uh, by Captain, Captain America. America. Uh, especially when he points to um, Hannibal Burris, and he's like, "Just like your your, yeah, your he's coach, on the my opposite friend. side and of the, the TV," side. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a." And it, now. as we always do, we get into spoilers, so you should know that by now. So, oh yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I also you? like how Captain America is more pudgy. Oh yeah, I guess he's <laughs> in between shoots, so he's like gained some weight right. in his face. Well, in the the comment that he makes, where he's like, he's he's wanted. But you know we can. Yeah, I think he's wanted by the state now. But whatever. Um. So, did you like it? I did. I did. I really did. A lot. I, 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 I'm still like working through parts of it. Well, you right. did rank it number two on the list. Well, of Spider Man. <laughs> of Spider Man. All right. How about without going through an entire list of all sixteen movies or thirteen movies, whatever it's been. Marvel? Where would you put it in the Marvel something like the of the Marvel movies you've seen recently? Yeah, no, just only the Marvel movies, not DC movies. That's a lot See, of movies. I was like, you know, I would so probably... do you like it better than Iron Man? 
Any of them? I think the first Iron Man's one of the best. Oh, I think it's. I think I agree. I think it's one of the best. Spider Man. All of them. Maybe middle of the pack. Yeah. Just I, do I you agree? agree? Was it me and you who were talking about? Some I was talking to somebody about this that they basically. I don't like that they basically turned the new Spider Man suit into Iron Man. Oh yeah, it was us. So that was the my one drawback to the yeah. To where the I was movie, like, you just they made turned it Iron into Man like suit. an Iron Man. Like suit. the fact that the suit's talking to him, and he can now have electric webs or missile webs or whatever else he wants. I was like, man, eh, this is your Iron yeah, Man. That, now. That, that was the only thing I didn't like. Yeah, that's that's the drawback to me is because I I kind of felt like it took away from his character. Right. Like oh yeah, he totally didn't did. develop the but, suit himself. He didn't. And didn't I'm all right like, with like this idea that Stark could have a cooler suit and give it to him. But, like, yeah, it's so high-tech where I was like, well, and I actually asked the question one time. I was like, can he walk on walls or can he not? It, does it the suit that does that for him? What is the deal here? They didn't do a good job of explaining what his powers are outside of the suit. Right. Like, when he's not wearing the suit, what is he capable of? Right. Yeah, we, we knew he could climb because when he got that other suit with the little goggles, yeah, like oh, yeah. his own suit. That's and then true. He, we did he had, see the, that. he had the cartridges that he, he did himself, but... right. I think that's which yeah, well, those we, cartridges are pretty freaking high tech for a fourteen year old to make. Yeah, I, that kind of detracted a little right. bit from me. Well, as I mean, because well. he's, he's not as nerdy smart. as the other Spider Mans have been. Whereas Tobey Maguire, I believed he was a nerd. They they actually really dealt a lot of time with him being a nerd. Uh, yeah, Andrew Garfield, we're just supposed to assume that, but I think you're right. He was too good looking to he's be like a GQ. Model yeah, I was like, you're not a nerd. Uh, but in this well, one, they, you notice that they did make uh, Flash a nerd. Yeah, and Flash has always been the jock in all the Spider-Man comics and all the other movies. I mean, they made they made Peter Parker a little bit of a nerd. Otherwise, you yeah, would believe a, that he did an internship. No, they make with him more Stark. of a geek. Yeah. True. Yeah, he's a geek. Uh, he doesn't really have good social skills. Doesn't have good friends, and he, or yeah, but he's smart. Like he's he, but he's not like science smart. He's like I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I uh, know, but that, that wasn't so. I really did like the movie. I didn't love Overall, it. Like um, I thought it was a very good job. Like especially putting him back as like a sophomore in high school, fifteen years old, right. And he's struggling not only with being a 15-year-old in high school, but he has these powers that he wants right. to... Well, basically, he wants to be Iron Man and seeing, you know, he got to play with the Avengers a little bit and, like, this is what I want to be. Right. And they did a good job of really making... This is what a 14-year-old, 15-year-old boy would do. He would be self-absorbed and he would not... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I see think the they picture. Ca- they captured that perfectly yeah. of his incompetence because he's a 15-year-old boy, so he forgets things. He's not responsible. Yeah. Like, they capture that very right. well. I, I think they do. But the problem I have is I feel like they shoehorn the Marvel Cinematic Universe into it, and it feels a like little bit. Spider-Man needs to be his own thing. Yeah, I didn't care for the whole happy character in the whole movie. No, I was I, like, why are we I didn't using... Think I love really John Favreau, but I, I was like, why are we using him? In it? It, not nearly as much. Maybe if you kind of had him... Like, it would have made just as much sense to me if he was texting Tony Stark and Tony Stark never texted him back. Yeah. And that would make just as much sense to me, but I don't understand why we had to have... A really heavy set John Favreau. <laughs> he has really let go of himself. I think since they were swingers. just really, really trying to. Hey, this is look. Spider Man's part of the universe now, so this is how we can kind of. But I don't there. understand why Happy is the one who glues him to this I, universe. Yeah, That's why know. I was like, it could have been Pepper Potts. It could have been a rando, uh, you know, 
Um, Put Ant Man in there. Yeah. Do you, do you think it's because he was cheaper and he was? Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely <laughs> think that. I think it was. Well, you know, because John Favreau wrote Iron Man one and wrote Iron Man two, so he's part of the. So he's in. So he could probably just be like, yeah, I'll come in. Maybe do that. he was like a stand-in kind. I of I feel like, like he was. I feel like they because they could have just they could have got Colby Smolders from. Uh, who was in the Avengers oh, yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah let's one, just one bring that girl back. I would have believed that. Okay, she's some sort of secretary for Tony Stark. Okay, cool. She worked for what was that? Uh, what was Nick Fury's Shield? Like, Shield. Yeah, she worked for Shield as a Shield agent there. I don't remember though from event from the Civil War is Tony Stark pro Shield or anti Shield? I forget which team is who on which side. Well, Shield Shield doesn't really exist anymore. It's it's oh, kind of a is this on Agents of Shield. I stopped after season two. It's kind of a rogue agency, I guess. So I think Tony Stark's more government. Yes, yes. And oh. yes. Captain America's more because rogue. after after Age of Ultron, after he oh, created Ultron, Ultron and almost destroyed everything, he's very. We got to keep ourselves in check. Oh. As to where Captain America is very. Yeah, we got to do a, whatever we think is right. Um, favorite but, part? Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go first. Your favorite favorite, favorite part, part of the movie is Michael Keaton. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Oh, I thought he, he was great. Did all, I think every scene he was in, I was like, "This is he was a great villain." He and did a great. Job. I mean, we're we're we've already set out spoilers, but when he was picking up his date for the dance, yeah. and Michael Keaton opened the door, I didn't see it coming yeah. at all. That was a coming? really good reveal. Like yeah. the whole crowd oh, when yeah. I was watching, yeah. everybody's like, "What? Michael Keaton is the father of this terrible actress that's in this movie?" <laughs> oh. Yeah, she was odd. Uh, but yes, Michael do you think Keaton they went a little? And I like it. I obviously, I think I I love that when you know we take a lot of the whiteness out of the old comic books where everyone was white. But in this one, I was like, "You guys are being a little too obvious." <laughs> like every single person is now. Something sure, they, I they, thought was a little obvious or they, a little uh, over the top because you know Flash and then you know MJ at the end where they made MJ completely uh, his best friend different. yeah his best uh, friend Mar- or I guess the girl I don't know what she's just a rando girl right she wasn't a Spider Man character she wasn't Gwen Stacy so. or no she I think they were saying that she, I don't think she's Mary Jane I think she's a different character that's but she's MJ though right but she's MJ they just said because that's what Spider Man always called her was MJ so I think. She's a. Di- I think you're right. She's a different character, but she's also supposed to be the representation of Mary Jane. I, I I've heard like mixed. Ooh, like, interesting feedback mm. on that. Like they're kind of joking a little oh. bit. Like they're kind of playing. It with was us. just sort of oh, tongue in cheek. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I thought. We'll, we'll I thought like he did. They, oh, they're really gonna. Do you think that they'll make other Spider-Man? Do you think? Well, it, did already, it do good in oh, the box office? Oh, it's done great, and they've already announced this, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming two is what they gotcha. say, but it Fall it's Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man the next year, I don't know. But like but. Michael Keaton, he th- usually mo- for me Marvel movies tend to lack in the villain right care like area. Yeah. And, and he th- Michael Keaton, he played Vulture, right? Yeah, and I want him back. Yeah, I don't know if he I guess he could come back. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just, just in jail. Yeah. So, so and we got Scorpion coming apparently. But he actually has like a drive behind his character like he wants to support his family, he wants to keep this yeah. certain lifestyle going. He's almost like a mafia. And yeah, you really did. I think you're right. I actually, that's a good point. I think of all the villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he probably has the most depth. Like because you got his plight, you got to see them kind of be douches to him in the beginning of the movie, and you as like a person, you were like, yeah, I would do the same thing. Oh, but I like Spider Man. I don't want you to hate him. So I think actually they made. 
I, I feel like if they hadn't have made him kill a man, murder him, we would like him too much. So I think they had True. to put the murder scene in there so we could be like, all right, well, he is Because you, you would have really felt for him, like, well, he's doing this for his family. Right. and like Once you know, he he's... murdered the dude, you're like, okay, now I have to really not like you <laughs> and, because you're a murderer. And that's a great scene, by the way, oh, where yeah. he's like nonchalantly just <laughs> kills the guy and he's like, oh. I thought uh, this was this gun. Teleporter like, or whatever. Yeah. I thought this was the teleporter yeah. gun, but no. And the, one of his best scenes, though, is... In the car when he's bringing, oh, yeah, bringing yeah. them to the dance. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, go." Uh, he tells his daughter to go in and wait. And the vulture, Michael Keaton, is sitting in there with Spider-Man. Uh, he's he's uh, right. the Peter, kid, Parker. Uh, Peter Parker. And the tension in that Yeah, scene, it's really good. And it's one of the things where I thought the kid did a really good job where I was like, if you could just not be so awkward, this wouldn't be so awkward, but you're really good at being an awkward but, kid. But, yeah, he's like a 15-year-old yeah. awkward kid so that i mean that works for him question would you have just been like all right cool i'm gonna date this girl and i'm not gonna get this dude in trouble <laughs> i might have been i don't know but i don't I also don't have superpowers i do like how marvel has taken the obscene avengers one when like there's mass destruction there's aliens bodies everywhere and they have just said okay we got to really incorporate this into the rest of the world in the uh the uh Scene how they kind of weave Civil War into it, where Spider Man, where he was, you know, oh, yeah. there kind of filming everything that in the background. I, I thought that was a pretty Ooh, good scene. Exception on the villain rule Jessica Jones. Have you seen Jessica Jones? I have not. Oh, the, oh, villain, yeah, the villain in that is really the villain good. in Jessica Jones is. I mean, I guess it is all the, part of the same universe. Yeah, the it? best villain. I mean, of course, you're getting. 10 episodes of a show so you can really get into a character when you're yeah. doing 10 hours versus two. two. But the villain in Jessica Jones might be the creepiest and best villain of anything I've ever seen. It like there's nothing is more violating than this villain yeah. and his powers. I was like I would I, it was pretty amazing. I would recommend seeing that. Yeah, Jessica Jones is good. The the other thing with the Spider-Man movie is you know, this is the what Third time that they've done it. Second time they've kind of rebooted it. Do you know why they had to reboot it though? Well, it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. No, no, so no. They but do you know why they to... had to keep rebooting them? Like, oh, yeah. So because Sony, Sony had... would lo- lose the right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Spider Man, yeah, they don't yeah. want to lose didn't it. Keep making Spider Man. And yes. Tobey Maguire was like, "I'm pieced out on Spider Man," and so they were like, "All right, Andrew, yeah, we gotta throw something together." But this one, how it was, they didn't just redo the origin story. They just kind of. Threw it in there just a little bit as he talked to his oh, his, his best friend. friend, like his friends asking questions, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, and I can do this." And which it was very cool that they didn't have to try to like, "All right, we're gonna lay out his story mm-hmm. again. This is what happened to him." And then I don't like the Marissa Tomei Aunt May. I, I want don't, old. Aunt I don't May. either. No. I want an old Aunt May. It's it seemed kind of cool in the beginning, but yeah. then she didn't really do anything in the movie. Right. Like there well, was no. Yeah. Like, connection. I don't know if you noticed there was a ton of bigger named actors in the movie and a lot of them were comedians so Hannibal Burris was the coach um the dude from a uh, community uh Glover Donald Glover was like the street dude I, I think he is a, a character from the comics from from what I but still it's so Donald Glover's a comedian uh Hannibal Burris is a comedian yeah. and the coach for the mathletes or whatever his name star or something uh he's in Silicon Valley he's a comedian um 
and he was also in uh, Freaks and Geeks. He yeah, he, he started yeah. out in Freaks and Geeks. Um, and uh, and and all three of those are comedians. And I was like, oh, what's the deal with having so many comedians as like reprived roles? Which I, I think they're like the right. comedy relief. So they always right. cast these comedians as like extra characters. To, like, I mean, I like Hannibal Burris, so I'm always like. Oh right, he's cool. <laughs> and I bet you they they all are like kind of nerdy or geeky, right. so they yeah. probably love. The comic I mean, it's book. probably like I'll be in the movie for free. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't have to spend very much money at all. One other uh, aspect of the movie that I thought they did really well was it's kind of like a John Hughes movie a little bit. So going going back, mm-hmm. they oh, yeah. they they made it like kind of like a high school comedy almost. But then, their little group was almost like a breakfast club. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. They married yeah. the action and the comedy. Yeah, you together. had the jock, the nerd, the yep. weirdo. Yeah, <gasps> they did. They did. And the oh, initial- and the qu- and the prom queen. <laughs> and what was the other one? Uh, there was a jock, a weirdo, prom queen. And was there a was there a bad guy like the Judd? Judd Nelson, like you know the the, I guess you would say he was a bully, but not really kind of character. I'm just trying to think. Was there a Judd Nelson character in the? Uh, I mean, you could cut, you could kind of Flash say would be the Milo Estevez, yeah, right? I was gonna say uh, Flash could kind of be that bully because he would always make fun of Peter Parker and yeah. like, calling him out about things. But so oh, overall, you would you would say yeah, go good. check it out. I didn't. It wasn't my favorite thing I've ever seen, but it was good As, from what's out there right now. Yeah, I probably would say it's one of the better movies I've seen this summer. A lot better than that Baby Driver. And we'll go into that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You would say. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely. I check mean, you this did out. put it second on your list, like I did. So I would say definitely go check it out if you like any superhero movies or just comedies in general. It's pretty accessible, and I think any fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is probably going to go right. see this regardless. Do you so. feel like they're all kind of? Like, you kind of alluded to it earlier that they're all sort of start to bleed together too much, or because remember that Iron Man one was so new and refreshing, where you're just like, there oh, are my parts gosh. where I think they're they're starting to kind of get bloated, a little bloated. I think that the next Avengers movie is going to rectify some of that. I yeah. think you're going mean, to see it's a not lot like of them. They can't do it because when Guardians of the Galaxy 1 came out, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah. And Iron Man was so good. And like the Spider-Man, I was like, okay, it's cool. But you know, eventually I'm not separating Captain America from the Avengers movies anymore. I'm like, well, they're all, all the Avengers were in this movie. So it might as well be an Avengers yeah. movie, not Captain America Civil War. I think the whole universe thing is what makes it feel kind of stale yeah because every movie has to riff off the previous movie right. like yeah it's hard for mo- the movie to be its own entity they have to keep rip- riffing off right. of each other yeah. so that's the problem i've been running into is it, it they don't get a chance to breathe and, and be more creative i think that the two guardians movies were the the two you know t- two of my top because they they didn't really have to go off of they did nothing to really go off of these other movies too much aside from affinity stones but but, but, I, but I did feel like in guardians 2 they started they started to kind of fit things a little in bit there a little was bit quite obvious that they want to mm. move it into the rest yeah, of the universe yeah. so that kind of took me out of the second and that's where one. the the next thor that's probably what uh, they're but i do is. say the next thor looks pretty good oh ragnarok <laughs> yeah. looks really oh, good yeah, it does. yeah that one and you know the thor movies because it's so absurd like that it's it's a whole different universe and world and existence. I, you can kind of separate those from the other ones because they don't fit in with the other ones in a good way. Right, so overall, I would say we all say go go check it out. Go check it There's out. There's not guys. really a whole yeah, lot yeah. Right out there right now. So anything at home that you're watching? 
Yes, there's always something at home watching. I, I so, don't know why I asked that question. Uh, last time we talked about wanting to see Castlevania. And I'm not big anime guy, but I loved the games. Castle. Simon's Quest is probably in my top 10 games of all times. Oh, yeah, that game is phenomenal. I love Simon's Quest. Did you ever play Simon's Quest? I have not. Oh, you're too young for Simon's Quest. I'm 30. <laughs> That's not too young for Simon's Quest. <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, Simon's Quest is also one of the hardest games ever. There's a there's a thing you have to do in Where the game. Where you kneel down? Yeah, there's a thing you have to do in the game, and there is literally nothing that tells you to do it except no. for when Nintendo Power came out. The That's magazine. the only way I knew. So you had to go all the way to one screen. There was always a cliff there, and you never knew what to do. But you had to kneel down in front of it, which sounds easy. But you had to kneel down for like for sixty like, seconds yeah, or something. Yeah, it was for. A, a there was no way you would accidentally just kneel down and hold it for a minute long. I mean, and then that that basically unleashes the whole game. You know, with the end of the game or whatever. And yeah. Anyways, Simon's Quest was a great game. And so I like that. So I did watch the Castlevania series on Netflix. It's only four episodes long, so it's not a huge investment. And it's pretty good. I think it's cool. I, I don't know if I'll watch season two, but it was fun to see. And I like the Belmonts and following this story. So that, I finished Master of None season two. And it, I love Aziz Ansari. I think he's amazing. He's great. And I think his show is amazing. I finished... Um, Love season two, oh, and I love list. Gillian Anderson, and I love Paul Rust, and so I think they did a good job. And might have to start limiting these. Like, yeah, what are probably. your top two? Because we watch a lot of stuff. Just list off the whole uh, Netflix queue. And I think that's it. I think that's what I have watched <laughs> okay. since the last time we met. <laughs> Is there anything that you would recommend, Mike, for someone at home? Yeah, if you guys have Netflix, check out Okja. It's it's a new movie that just got. Is it uh, an elephant? It's it's like a uh, super pig. They a call it. It looks pig. like a pig married with a. It's a movie about a genetically modified creature because I guess the world has run out of food or there there's food shortages, okay. so they're genetically modifying creatures. And it's oh, all so about can, so they can kill them and eat the meat. Yeah, it's all about the morality behind that, oh. and it's it's an interesting moral. And, and the director, he's a Korean Bong, director. He's a Korean, he's famous for Snowpiercer. That's okay. oh, Bong. Snowpiercer did this, but it's a family film, right? So he must it's have a, rated R. And but, but Oak just rated R. It's rated R. Yeah. Holy crap! I thought I was gonna watch it with the kids. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I really was like, kids, yeah, obviously a kid movie. There's not tons and tons of cursing, uh, but there is a couple few graph. There's a few graphic scenes in there that. Wow, I did I guess, not know it was rated R. Okay. But there's a lot of fun, like so he he must have a thing it. with uh with food because Snowpiercer yeah if if you haven't seen that like yeah, they, they that. eat those little like jelly and they slap people with fishes like, <laughs> yeah all of his movies have like a social like message to them a little bit okay. or like uh they always look at society and it it's interesting it's a lot of layers to it it's a little bit goofy a lot of Korean movies are goofy but. I'll definitely recommend it. It's in That's my queue. Awesome. I just haven't checked it out. Um, and just going off the most recent a- episode of Future Jam, favorite video game right now? Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. What is Horizon Zero Dawn? It's a uh, futuristic, like post-apocalyptic universe where mankind has basically died off. Mm-hmm. And I like. Sounds pretty intense. Yeah, and I guess cre- like robotic creatures have taken over the face of the mm. planet, and you're like a, a human that's basically a caveman type. Wow. Third or first person? 
third person. Oh, I like it's, third person. Third person's my favorite. It's open world. It's kind of it's kind of uh, similar to Zelda, but Breath like, of the Wild. Breath of the, yeah, yeah. It's Breath of the Wild is my similar to my that style. Uh, but you're hunting dinosaur creatures that are robots. Mm. Robot dinosaurs, guys. If that doesn't hook you, <laughs> nothing will. Um, have it, you played Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild is Switch, probably guys. my... Uh, you have, he doesn't have I don't, a Switch I either. played on the Wii U. I don't have that and it, it, Oh, real cool. We get it. Nintendo's not for the cool gamers. Easily one kids. of the best games I've ever played it. in my life. All right. That's good. All right. So my at home would be something a little, a little more fun. Um, Moana. No. It's good. Came out came out just recently. The Fate of the Furious. Oh, it is. I good. love. You, these are you a Fast and so the Furious much. fan? I can't do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will tell you before he was, he was like that. I was like that for real, and then I had to go home, and I was stuck there for a little bit, and we watched all eight of them in a row. And Why I would was you do like, that to I was hooked. I was like, what? This is way better than I thought and it was. The thing is, like, I love the first one. The second one, you know, it wasn't great, but it was good. The third one, I almost, I almost dropped the series after the third one because the third one's really not that good. But then four, oh, Tokyo four through eight, yeah, yeah. But I like that guy, especially when he comes back. Well, yeah, when he comes back. But four through eight, they really kind of weave together like a a story and try to reoccur characters through Did it. Did you and also like, know it, that it's, it's turned into like a soap opera now where it's supposed to go episode one, two, and then you skip and you go four, five, six, six and then three. Wait, Tokyo no. Drift is a prequel? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Isn't it six, then three, then seven, eight? Yes. Yeah. Yes. One, two, that, four, that five, was their, six, three, seven, eight. Because there was a, a popular character from three that they... they I think they just like the they actor. They like the actor, so they brought him into four, five, six. And then, so they're like, well, we got to weave this movie in here somehow. And this whole thing started with Fast Five, like like the rebirth of the whole franchise? Or was well, it... Well, because well, Vin Diesel four, was like, I'm out, right? What was the fourth one called? Fourth, fourth one was just Fast and Furious. It kind of... Oh, yeah. it it Fast and the Furious... Fast and the Furious too fa- 2, too fast, too, 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 fast, fa- too furious. furious, and then Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and then just, just fast, fast and Furious. Where did and they that start one, this current trend? Is that well, from fa- there? Fast and the Furious is where Vin That's Diesel came one. back, because okay. he was only in the first one, then he wasn't in 2 and 3, except for a cameo in 3. But he came back in 4, and then 5 is where they started this like team heist movie crew so fast five is the one where they're dragging a safe around the city okay um the rock really does dwayne johnson really does glue those movies together and jason statham's character jason statham like you hate him you hate him in one movie and then eight you love him yeah so yeah it's the rock's basically uh viagra for these movies a little bit (laughs) yeah (laughs) like he pumps like the energy back in i'll tell you what man of a person that I never liked for a long time, I love him now. Uh, he just seems like a great guy. Moana. So ca- nothing to say except you're welcome. That was good, right? Castlevania, Master of None, would be love. love would be yours. Oakja, and then Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. I would say it's a great series, and we would like to thank. Mike from the Future, Future Jam. Jam. What's the what's the website that we can check you out? You can just find us at the Future Jam on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, cool. If you have a podcast app, just look up Future Jam. Future Jam, Heck yeah, guys. I recommend the roller coaster <laughs> episode. It's my favorite. <laughs> 
We would love to hear from you. Any suggestions, any questions, any comments, anything, you can reach us at wearethecinemaguys.com slash contact. And there's multiple ways that you can reach us. Until next time, maybe sometime, we you can will reach see us you at the, theater. the movies. Robot dinosaurs, guys. If that doesn't hook you, nothing will.